episode 13. This is the Danden and RJ Machismo podcast. Uh, this is Danden. It's RJ Machismo. What's going on, everybody? All right. So tonight we got our special guest. He is the publisher of Kicks You Wear and also for the win for the USA Today. Um, you know, he's a he's a Twitter, you know, connoisseur. We see him on, on the, the Twitter handle and, you know, Instagram and also the newsletter. So we, tonight we got our, our friend Mike Sykes. How you doing tonight, Mike? I'm good, fam. Thanks so much for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. Sir. Yeah. yeah, man. So, like, first and foremost, you know, we want to say, like, you know, I hope you're, you're, you and your family are staying safe. Uh, how's everything going over there Absolutely. in your neck of the woods? Yeah, everything's been pretty, pretty good, man. I can't complain. Like, honestly, this has been, like, I've been telling people, like, this whole coronavirus, COVID thing has, like, been a real time of, uh, like, reflection for me. Yeah. Um, me and my family, it's, it's been like, I mean, we've like had our, our rough parts, just like everybody else has, but it's been like, I don't know, I'm a real like easy going dude. Like I, I kind of just try to go with the flow or whatever. Right. And, and like, I don't know. I just feel like I've, I've like every single punch that has like come my way. I've been kind of just rolling with it and trying to like figure out like, all right, like there's maybe there's like a bigger thing to, to this, this type thing for, for me. You know, and, and like that's the thing about doing the um doing the newsletter is it's it's really allowed me to to kinda escape all of that for for a few hours on uh on Thursdays and Sundays when I write it and then on uh Mondays and, and Fridays when it publishes and, and it's really cool. So it's uh it's been it's been it's been better than than I, I thought. Like I'm really I'm really thankful for for how uh how things have been for us over here. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff like happened right since like COVID yeah. like hit back in like February, March. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, uh, we're glad that you and your family are staying safe, and then you know, much continued success to your your newsletter, and you know, all your your things that's going on with you. So, yeah, we're definitely gonna start off, um, you know, start off with a, a icebreaker. So, tell us more about yourself, Mike. Yeah. So, I mean, I. For for those of y'all who don't know me, like I am, I am a, a I guess I'm what people would consider a, a, um, a sneakerhead. But but like I one one weird thing about me, I guess, is like I don't really consider myself that. Even though like like when people call me a sneakerhead, especially since since like I started writing the newsletters, like I I kind of got to roll with it. But I'm not like one of those dudes who has like. 200 pairs and and all the uh yeah. the container store boxes like <laughs> i don't really like clutter like that like i can't right. and, and that's the thing is like if i had a space to keep it all then like maybe i would do that but like i'm i just be trying to like give 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 pairs away you know and and donate when i can because i don't know it, it's it's not even like like i want to make it sound like you know i'm just a good dude but like nah i just don't like mess like <laughs> yeah you don't want, yeah. You want all that clutter <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so um but yeah that's a that's a fun fun fact about me is like i i guess i i don't really consider myself a a a, a full-on sneakerhead i guess like i don't have that badge of honor of having the messy sneaker room yeah so but you, you like but you like shoes though right I mean. yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely no like that's it's 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 honestly that's my love like i can remember vividly like the first time, it, it, the first time I remember getting a pair of shoes, it was it was a pair of 990s that my mom had bought me for um, 
my my first day of kindergarten and like <laughs> it was like I was I don't even bro I don't even know why I was excited about these shoes <laughs> like I barely yeah, knew yeah. knew what a what a what a sneaker was back then especially as as a child but it was like I don't know it was just something about it that like that just stuck with me it was like seeing the how how it was reflective and like just having that on my feet was like really cool at like four years old and and from there it just kind of like built into this thing like for so long I I, got, I didn't even really know that that I love sneakers the way I do. And it, it wasn't really until about, I would say I was, I was maybe like 18 or 19 years old that I was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm really into this, this stuff. Like I'm 27 now. So that's only yeah. nine years ago. But, but I mean, that's also when I started really actually getting money in my pocket. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know how it goes. Yeah. So do you, do you can just consider yourself just like you, you buy what you like pretty much? Yeah, 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 I'm not one of those. What you like? like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I, I, I would, while I would love to be able to buy every single Jordan every weekend. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't feel like that's a, a realistic goal. And also, like, I just don't really like them all. Like, they're not, like, it's not, just because it's a J or a Nike or a Yeezy or whatever, it's like, that's not, that doesn't mean I need to have it or I, I need it. But like, if I'm never going to wear it, then, then I, I just can't, like, I can't do it. Like that, that's the thing. It's like, um, so the, 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 the first pair of shoes that I bought was with, with my own money, um, was the, the Aqua 8s, the, the Jordan Aqua 8s that dropped in 07. Yeah. 07. Yeah. Um, so I bought those, I cut a bunch of lawns and my parents paid me and I I bought those shoes and I was really proud of it. And like, I wore them into the ground. <laughs> like I legit, like for, for like a two year span, like I would wear these shoes to, to do everything, like go to school, hoop, <laughs> like whatever, like, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. just, just, just I had them on all the time. And like, I ran through them, like I still got the pair, right. but they got like, they're like talking now, like the soles are falling <laughs> off. It's like terrible. Um, but in 2015, when they re-released, like I bought the shoe again, I still got it. Oh, but, wow. But like, <laughs> yeah. but like, I, I, I don't wear it though. And that's, that's like, I don't know, just looking, looking back at it, at, at when I, when I bought those shoes, it was like in the, the 2015 version, when I bought that, it was like, I, I just wanted to have that shoe again because it was the first shoe that, that I ever bought with my own money. And I had such an attachment to it, but like, I don't wear it. So it's like, what's the actual point of having it? Like, even right. to this day with, with this mindset that I have, like, I still can't bring myself to wear the shoe, which yeah, is like yeah. super weird. But like the, after I guess it was maybe like two or three years ago <clears throat> where I, I was just like, you know what, like I'm never doing this again. Like if I if I buy a pair of shoes, like I, I gotta I gotta wear it. Like I gotta get some wears out of it. Because right. like if just having a shoe and, and kind of holding it as a trophy is really it's it's cool, it's fine. But the the purpose of these things for me anyway is to 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 wear them, to to experience them, to share the joy that I have in right. them with, with other people. And like, if I never wear it, if it never makes it out of the house and I can never have a conversation with somebody about like, Oh, yo, where'd you get those? Or you got those shoes? Like, 
those are really dope. Like I, I that's the kind of thing that that connects me to shoes. It's like the conversations that I'm able to have with people. It's like an icebreaker for me. Yeah, like when right, I tell right. people that I have like like regular people who aren't like sneaker hands or whatever when i say like i have i have 38 pairs of shoes people are like oh my god you have you have that many shoes and yeah, i'm like yeah, yeah like yeah. it's cool and then like i have all these colorful shoes or whatever and and it's like people like to talk about that and, and right. so like if i'm not wearing a shoe then we never get to have that experience and right and conversation sucks yeah that's true man um but let's let's go into what you do um, right now. Obviously, you have your newsletter and you know working for USA Today. Can you tell us more about how you got into journalism and how did it start for you? Yeah, so I had always for forever wanted to be an NBA reporter. Like I, as as y'all know, I'm a diehard Wizards fan. Like um <laughs> um DMV to the core. Like I love hey. this. Is <laughs> but so like my dream was to always be. Michael Jordan, right? Which is like everybody's <laughs> that's everybody. dream. Yeah, that's like everybody. that's everybody's dream, right? <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. especially when Jordan came to the Wizards, I was like, oh nah, like <laughs> this is what I gotta do. I gotta figure out how to hoop, yo. Like, but like, turns out, turns out, Sykes said you suck, and like you can't, you can't, you're yeah. not, you're never gonna be Jordan. And so my mom, I, I was like 15 years old, and my mom was like, you know, like you your tryout didn't work out because like i had tried out for for the high school team or whatever and like failed miserably and my mom was like you know you know you don't really have like this back basketball thing might not be your thing but like you're really good <laughs> at writing because like i i used to keep this journal and i and like write these fictional stories or whatever about like cartoon characters and video game characters i like she was like you really like to do that so why don't you just do that and like mix the two things so like just go try to get on your school's newspaper or whatever and and just write about basketball write write stories that you like about basketball blah, blah, blah. i'm like mom that's, <laughs> that's back like i don't nobody really want to write yeah nobody wants to write like that's nerdy mom yeah, like yeah. no i'm not doing that but then like years later it was like i don't know i just kind of was like you know what fuck it like i might as well turn this into something like this is something that I'm I'm pretty good at like I I was really good at English in in high school and so I was just like okay like I'll give it a shot and and so um I just ended up just doing kind of my own thing blogging and then eventually I wrote for um for Bullets Forever uh the SB Nation Wizards blog okay. and and it kind of just took off from there um, from from the uh, the journalism standpoint, and then um, while I was at Bullets Forever, uh, and this is kind of how I got into writing about sneakers. Um, my my editor there, shout out to uh, Jake Whitaker, like he like pushed me to dig into the whole um, John Wall and Adidas uh, mm. scenario, where John yeah. Wall had had his Adidas contract and then uh, dropped two signature shoes, and then they just kind of fell off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And <laughs> and so um, so like I covered that whole situation. Like people were digging it, so I was like, all right, like fuck it, I'm gonna keep it going. Like yeah. I might as well just keep doing this. And and so now I'm now I'm I'm here. Right. Wow, that, that's that's great, Mike. Uh, so. Um, you know, with your current profession, like you consider yourself a, a story starter. So what are the traits that makes a good story that people can, you know, like start reading your columns and, like, you know, articles? Yeah, I think the the one thing for me that I've really figured out is what kind of 
brings people or, or hooks people in, in writing is like the, the voice that you use. Like when, when I was a young cub reporter writing for like the Maryland independent or whatever, like I always would kind of shy away from like trying to get creative with my yeah. report. It had to be like straight facts and, and, you know, nothing else, which like facts are extremely important. And like the, the very core of, um, of journalism and, and story, the storytelling that, that we do. But if you're, if you're gonna tell a story, if you're gonna you know, explain a thing to readers, then you kind of have to, to put a little bit more, except for outside of the, the, um, the he said, she said, right? Cause yeah. like, that doesn't really tell anybody anything. Um, like somebody could be telling you like straight up, like that was the one thing that that kind of converted me from like the straight like I'm gonna just give y'all the he said she said the the facts of the the situation or whatever and and just kind of like breaking stuff down and telling uh different people's stories is that like somebody had like blatantly lied to me um when I was doing it was like a a stupid little town council story or whatever and like I was writing about like some some budget story and like somebody blatantly lied to me about like the authorization of like some police budget thing and I was just like so <laughs> mad and it was yeah. like I can't believe that this is what what happened and so from like that point on I was like you know like I'm never just regurgitating the shit that people tell me again like I'm gonna take the time dig into the thing and and give people the the real crux of of whatever it is i'm writing them about and i'm also gonna make sure that like i tell the stories of people who you know don't really have a voice particularly like particularly with like people of color it's like you know for so long you know folks have been kind of looked over in um in in journalism like journalism is generally specifically geared toward like a white audience and so like you you never really hear like the stories of you know black folks hispanic folks asian folks like it, it's just so many people it's just yeah. like they've all been marginalized for so long they don't Women, have that voice yeah they don't have a voice and so it's like i need to i need to 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 tell these people's stories and I need to make sure that like there is a spotlight on these folks because at the end of the day they matter like they the things that they go through are, are very real and those are stories that people people need to hear these are right. American problems right and so um that's that's kind of at the core of what I do and what I especially with what I try to do with the newsletter like I'm always like trying to look for the the story that isn't really being told like because everybody right. can write a story about a dope shoe or whatever. yeah it's no already much. out there there's there's already like other stories about it too right know? exactly yeah. exactly so i just i just try to i just try to do that right so is it is it you know pretty much with that is it more like in your own version or is it like the core of just on your own views as well like when you want to tell these stories yeah i mean or i think just, yeah good no, I, I was gonna say I think yeah. that that my my views and my perspectives in particular, like they definitely shape the way that I 
think about things. Yeah. But like, I also make sure that that's not that's not always the story, right? Like, right. that can't be. I can't tell somebody else's story from my perspective because it's their story, right? Like, it has to be, you know, something that that comes from them, okay. right? And and like maybe I I take that and and try to spread it to a broader audience and explain it in a way that helps other people understand. But like, at the end of the day, your story is your story. Right. And, and I can't really, like my perspective shouldn't really, it shouldn't really shape that. Okay. You know? So I try to, I yeah. try to separate the two. So being a journalist, man, like what were like any obstacles you faced and like, you know, how'd you overcome all of them? Yeah, and I I think the the biggest one for me was um just trying to just trying to find my voice like on and off of the paper. Honestly, okay. and like I, I say that like in, in terms of like like I, I was just saying with my writing, like yeah. Just kind of given that he said she said, like I was doing that for, for so long and I felt like it was hindering me so much. And like I, I feel like I broke out of that. But part of breaking out of that was also having a bigger voice in um in the newsrooms that I was working in in the workplace like just speaking up for myself saying like what I felt was right what I felt needed to be covered the stories that I felt we were we were overlooking and and just kind of realizing that at a certain point like if I'm just here not really saying anything not really speaking up on on things that i feel are extremely important to the work that we do then i'm i'm not only doing a disservice to, to myself but i'm doing a disservice to our audience so so like just just finding that that voice especially as as a as a black man in the newsroom that is, right. is primarily white yeah and, and male it's like you you always you're always like on this edge where you know you say the wrong thing and you feel yeah. that you, you could get right. fired yeah. you know and and just kind of being like you know what fuck it like if i get if i get fired then then like all right but like at yeah. least you got i'll it be there. able yeah i got it out there and i'll be able to live with myself for it because like there were legit like nights where i would go home and be like yo like i can't believe i let us get that off like yeah. i can't believe i let us print that or i can't believe i didn't say anything about that even though like i saw it but it was because like I had this 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 fear that you know if i if I speak up, if I say anything, then that that might be my ass, but at the end of the day, like you're not gonna get anywhere if and and this isn't even in like journalism this is right, right. really in, in any profession like you're not gonna get anywhere if if you just kind of keep letting stuff slide right. and 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 you just let stuff go by the wayside because at the end of the day, like nobody's gonna take you seriously, yeah, if you do that so. That's cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, thanks. Thanks for sharing with that, Mike. So uh, your newsletter uh, kicks you where in our in me and Argy's opinion is like one of the most informative content that yeah. covers all happenings in the sneaker world. So, you know, not you. only, you know, you cover the sneaker industry, but more like, you know, uh, for the business standpoint, athlete standpoint, uh, how difficult is you, how, how difficult is it for you to keep up with all the sneaker news and all the you know business news and how and to be up to date with all that yeah i mean it's it's not i don't, i wouldn't say it's it's difficult like sneakers the sneaker industry is a weird one because yeah. 
it's it's all centered around a few companies, right? Like it's it's like your Nike, your yeah. Adidas, yeah. Um, Puma, Under Armour. Like those are like the main four. And like I, in my opinion, like New Balance is in there. But like I know a lot yeah. of people don't really, um, you know, they might not consider consider them that. Especially since like they're not the same global brand that that like the rest of those things are. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it, it's it's like that's that's kind of where where you you start with it for me. And like the news that centers around them is the news that that I I try to um, to write about. And then from there, it's like okay, um, you know, maybe there's like some small sneaker boutique or or like a consignment shop that's interesting, or maybe there's something that like a a creative is doing that's interesting, like uh, Virgil or, or Sean Wotherspoon or, yeah. or whoever. And and then you you can write about that, or maybe there's there's like this this dope website that like is helping people um, cop sneakers or whatever, and and maybe you can write about that, or maybe there was like a release this weekend that was that w- went crazy, and yeah. you write about that. So it, it all kind of like flows naturally um, to me. Like I I never really find myself like searching for okay. for things. Right, which is which is really surprising because like I'm gonna tell y'all like when I started this this shit I was like, yeah I mean <laughs> I don't know like I don't know how much there is to write about about this but but I'm a I'm a I'm a give it my best shot and yeah. if I run out of content on like next Friday then I might stop but <laughs> but, uh, but I'm a I'm a I'm a keep trying until then and and you know I I ain't run out of stuff to write about yet so it's uh it's it's been it's been pretty interesting it's been pretty interesting. So pretty much you just like expand on a lot of things for you, for you to just have more content, right? Yeah, like that yeah. that that is yeah. it. Like yeah. It's like um like today for example, I wrote about uh John Wexler um leaving Adidas and uh yeah, yeah. and Paul Gaudio leaving Adidas and and like in that story alone like i just wrote about their exits right and and like what it means for adidas and what they have to do next to to move forward as a company but like from that story like there are like a bunch of little things that little details in that that you could write about like what is wex doing now that he's he's moved on to shopify like why why does it make so much sense that gaudio is is out at adidas like what what's the story behind that like just digging into those little details and, right. and the little branches on on the the kind of trees that are planted in in these other stories it's like it's kind of how i i just kind of keep keep turning the stuff out keep keep it moving forward and and like i i find that it uh, is it it just is really never ending to right. be honest with you yeah, which is, is like i said it's a, a real surprise for me it's so much stuff to write about <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah it really is. so really. yeah i mean especially when you know, you as, uh, you know, as, uh, you know, you like sneakers, we like sneakers. Um, I like, uh, you know, your articles are very honest because, you, you know, for example, like you were talking about, you know, copying shoes on sneakers, how it's so nearly impossible now from, nah, stupid from now. two years, it's three sucks, years ago, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it it's just so difficult. Like, um, yeah. you know, if I can share a story, like how I first, like got, you know, start following you is, um, you hit on those uh those ray gun tie dyes back in December. Yeah. And I saw you like tweeted like, oh snap, like I actually I hit two. 
And then, you know, it just like hit off. And then like, I saw like on your link, on your Twitter link that, you know, like you, you have a, like, you know, a newsletter about sneakers. And, and I was like, Hey man, like we don't, I, I don't, I haven't, I don't see these type of things. You know, it's like more like blogs, yeah. like soul collector and, um, you know, hype beast. These things are like more from just one person's point of view, uh, in your eyes, your opinion. And I think a lot of, I mean, no, no offense to those other big, um, those big like companies and websites. Uh, I think you have, you know, my opinion, you just have that authenticity that you can keep it a hundred, like no matter what, even though like people may not agree or disagree with you, you're basing it on how you feel on things and how you experience those things. So, yeah. Yeah. I I appreciate that for sure, bro. Cause, cause that was like, when I started it, that was the thing for me. It's like, I didn't want it to be, one of those things where it seemed like I was writing, trying to get somebody to send me free sneakers, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. like we see a lot. And, and, and like, I had to, I had to be, be critical of the industry because I felt like there was a lot, there's a lot to, to criticize. Like, I love it, but like, there's also a lot that can be, that can be fixed, that can be um, altered in a way that is more, uh, considerate of, of the consumer and, and, and what, what people want because like at the end of the day like i said like sneakers are like that's that's a passion for me that is a connector for me and 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 i think that it's that way for for a lot of other people who who love this stuff too and and the way that the game is now it's not really conducive to to any of that for for anybody so it's like i felt like there was a there was a need in the community for somebody to be like, yo, like this, this, this shit is broken. Like, yeah, <laughs> we, there's a lot that we can do to fix it. Like, I love all this stuff, and like, y'all can send me free sneakers if y'all want, but I, ain't, I'm not about to pull no punches for you. Like, yeah. you know, like I will criticize you in in a in a heartbeat because at the end of the day, like, my allegiance, my loyalty is is with the people who are like me. You know, it's with it's it's with the community that I'm a part of. It's not right. with these companies. Like I'm not on nobody's payroll. So it's like I gotta I gotta hold y'all down. And and and, and that's the thing, is like it's not even it's not I, I always tell people like it's not just my newsletter, it's 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 our newsletter, it's the community's newsletter, it's everyone who follows the community newsletter. It's it's the the it it is a voice, a singular voice in in the this this sneakerhead community that we have, and and the responsibility that that I feel to not only like produce this content, but to also connect with people and and you know give them a voice through the newsletter is like that's the most important part of it um, to me, and and so like if I if I were to like you know, just just jump on there and, and write about every hype release and and just kind of praise everything that everybody does, all these companies do, then then that would be that would be whack. Like yeah. nobody wants to read that. <laughs> no, right. nobody wants I mean it's like you're reading the same thing that yeah. you know, like Soul Collector or like Complex. Uh, Complex. Right. You know, uh, you're gonna people it's like oversaturated right on YouTube, all these like um, views and bloggers and you yeah. know so-called right. i mean no offense to them that's what they like to do but 
you know, I, I mean, it's almost like they're missing authenticity. Like you're not, they're not being real. They're not keeping it a hundred, uh, right. you know, and that's important. Like, you know, keep up that, um, keep up the great work with that. And, uh, you know, a nice thing that you're starting doing now that you're doing that, uh, just like an open forum on Thursdays where you, uh, you have like yeah. an open forum and then just ask like a, a singular question, you know, like what's your favorite like shoe that came out this year? What are you looking forward to? Right. I, I was surprised like, wow, you have like all these people, like all walks of life all over the world, like, you know, sharing their stories. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's great. Like, because you provided these people a platform, you know, to get, you know, just basically like, it's a it's a good speaker community you know yeah. so that's that's important yeah no i i i'm i'm really fucking with this thread like i'm be honest with you it's like like i'm still trying to figure out how to make it better and like to make it um i don't know i because because like i feel like the conversation is so centered around the the question that i ask and like i wish that it would kind of branch off of that mm -hmm. sometimes and 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 dive into something else but like i i just got to figure out a way to um to make that happen but like i i'm absolutely loving how much people like yeah like the feedback that i'm getting from it and and just like the things that people are talking about on there like yeah. this is exactly what i the, the space that i wanted to create because like my my thing is like we don't be on on nike talk no more like that mm -hmm. used to be that used to oh, be the thing yeah. like for, yeah. for everybody you know like right. you could go on there if you had a question then you know you could ask the question and like it wouldn't really be no judgment like you could just because because like everybody doesn't know everything about sneakers right like yeah. i don't you know and and like i write this newsletter but i tell people in the heartbeat like i'm learning along with y'all about all of this stuff it changes every day yeah, yeah. it changes yeah. every single day and so it's like you know i i just wanted to afford people a place that that they could go that was outside of like social media where you always have the the knee-jerk reactions and and mm -hmm. like the the oh my god i can't believe you asked this or oh my god i can't believe you said this type shit and like i just wanted people to have a place to go and be like like we could all just kick it and just just rap about shoes like yeah it don't gotta be like we don't gotta be on no like wild stuff like of course like be respectful and and be nice and be decent but like we just we just talking at the end of the day and like to to this point it's been like people have have like healed the threat like they they are are doing it and i'm just so appreciative to y'all for um for for just doing like i'm i'm so eternally thankful and grateful that like the people that read this newsletter are the same people who can just jump into this thread with with like complete strangers and and just talk about this thing that we all love yeah. it's so dope it's so dope so so yeah. like what does what does your bosses think about like how you've expanded your newsletter um because i know that they you know they they see it what's going on the, the amount of traffic that you get with the, you know subscriptions and then now that you you have like a a, a thread community where you have like 100 200 like replies back so what what does how does your you know bosses see like the, the progression of your newsletter yeah no they 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 love it like my boss tells me all the time like like you really really got something here like that was that was one of the things because like like i said i started the kick shoe wear before i came to to usa today and i was afraid that they would honestly make me drop it and i i didn't want to do that but like if they had told me to do it i, I definitely would have because i need to shop <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was like 
but but he was like no like this is this is this is incredible and um and like i see what you're doing with this like this is something that you enjoy i'm not gonna ask you to 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 stop doing this like i actually encourage you to do it because i think it like it 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 helped me um like i said discover that that voice like i've been able to to kind of craft um my voice like i said on on and off the the paper through this newsletter and and it's been it's been so incredible and i've i've also just met so many people who have like just helped me become a better a better person and a better writer through it and so like there there's there's a professional development aspect to it that is like that's just that's just really cool and they see that and they they encourage it which i i think is is so dope man i think that's so cool because there's so many people who would be like yo cut that out like (laughs) don't need that yeah (laughs) yeah we don't need that in there so i'm I'm so i'm so appreciative and so so grateful to them man yeah they're supporting that yeah so what I get, I want to get your views on this, Mike. Um, you know, obviously with the whole pandemic thing now, I feel like you know, almost every year sneaker releases being like getting more hard to get. So what do you think like companies could do to improve their services? And like, do you think like these bots are like ruining, like you know, every sneaker release? Yeah, I, the the bot thing is is awful. Like I think that's 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 definitely the worst thing to happen to sneakers yeah. um, <laughs> for me. And it's like, I, because because I feel I feel like the solutions here are are so easy, right? Like, I mean, we like just the other day we had the the Jordan uh, Jordan Four Union release, and like yeah. I I personally did not like that shoe, but like I'm I'm so happy to see everyone who did like the shoe. Uh, uh, well, not everyone, but like a lot of people were able to get the shoe, right. even though it was a limited release. And and like I saw it going into the hands of, of real people who were able to just buy a pair and, and like actually plan on wearing the pair and not just just flipping. Yeah, yeah. You know? And and that was because like they they took measures like sending out a, a decoy link before before the drop and then dropping the real one so that people could go to the real one and then like they had like a simple thing a simple question of like what color is an orange or whatever and and like that's the thing that like bots don't do like you you don't program a bot to to do that like that's not a script that you can write because you don't know what question they're going to ask and and so like seeing them do that and and that leading to to so many people just being able to buy the shoe, I thought was was extremely cool. Like even though, like I tried to get the um, the Zoom ninety twos and didn't get them and was upset about it. But like <laughs> I was I was fine because I was like, you know what, this probably went to uh, a real person and and like that's okay, that's that's totally fine. Um, but like just seeing things like that, it, it just frustrates me so much because it's like yo, like if if Nike did this with sneakers and right. and you you didn't just have to only put in a password or whatever and yeah. it would probably be be so much smoother and then like the other day i wrote about how telfar like you were able to pre-order bags and um and that you got a guaranteed shipping date of, of january 15th or whatever and like i compared that to to mamba week and how sneakers did that and i was like you know i i feel like there would be a lot of people who would be willing to wait for um 
for for a pair of uh, Pro Tro fives if if it meant that they were guaranteed the actual shoe. Yeah, you know, and and like I don't know, people people always talk about the the inventory struggles and how difficult it is to to actually put these plans in motion because like most shoes are like when they're when they're developed like all the shoes that we're seeing drop today like that's that's a plan that's been in development for for at the bare minimum a year to 18 months right and so like it's hard to to alter those plans but but it's it's been long enough like we've been through this system long enough where like we've we've seen these problems with the bots and it's not just with nike it's with so many other brands so many other sneakers that like it's just it's surprising to me that no one has done anything about it to this point when there's so much that can be done about it like for example a lot of people in in the uh thread were saying like if you took the the proto five and and did a nike id on it like that would be perfect yeah you know, be satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody would be satisfied. Yeah. Everybody. At least order. everybody. Yeah. Like who, whoever wanted, wanted a pair could, could order a pair and it would be a pair that is specific to them that exactly you know, no one could resell. Right. And, and like just doing things like that, thinking about things like that and how simple it could be to, to kind of solve this problem has been extremely frustrating, but it also shows me that like, they don't really seem to want to solve the problem they, at, yeah. at this point you know and and that's the thing that like that's that's where i'm like okay like if they're not gonna do anything about this then i'm just gonna stop trying to buy all this stuff and just buy like general releases or whatever which like hurts because like i'm a i'm a big fan of of the the nike dunk and that is like turned into a whole yeah, thing that it wasn't that's the hottest item right now yeah that's the hottest thing right now when yeah. when like three years ago it was it was nondescript yeah it wasn't even talked about man yeah you could find it like fucking packs on right or journeys man. <laughs> yeah, or journeys. Yeah. or something like that yeah, yeah. And, and so like now seeing that what what that has turned into like it, it totally breaks my heart but it's it's like you know what it is what it is like in another three years when the dunk is out like i can go back to it but i'm not going to spend you know 400 500 dollars on a on a two-tone dunk yeah that you know people wasn't even thinking about a year ago like that's crazy to me yeah, I yeah. mean, it's, that's tough, man. It's yes. where we're at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like all these people, oh, we're cooking. Like I got like 10 pairs. I got 12 pairs. <laughs> uh, almost every, every Twitter thread is like, oh, yeah, I, I got three. I got three. I caught three or something. Like, what, like yeah. now, like especially like last week, it was like Mambo week. Like yeah. I live in California. I see so many pissed off like. Yeah, there is. Fans. There's a lot of like yeah. a lot of like Kobe fans that are like really you know they're but like they're really like butthurt because yeah. they didn't get a pair not even yeah even like on the girl like eyeball like you know the, the last colorway which is like i think they're all dope yeah you know yeah I mean? like right. and you see i see all these people like oh i got like 10 packs of the undefeated like five i'm selling for a thousand <laughs> like bro like yeah. it's the worst you're you're it's sad that you're 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 flipping money on a on a dead athlete you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah right i mean that's I, it's it what it is like that's that's how that's how you roll so um uh so another question for you mike about sneakers um right now everybody's uh, it's all about being influencers so yeah. <laughs> you got your basketball athletes you got your 
KJ Tucker, who averages like three points a game right now. <laughs> shoot you know, a one three. And then, you know, shoot a one three. Got like them, them uh, one of one Yeezys. Yeah. Got some crap artists like Travis Scott, you know, uh, Drake, um, DJ Khaled, you know, DJ Khaled. And then you got those social media influencers. So, of you know, of those people right now in the sneaker game, who is the most influential now? And, you know, if you want to just talk more about it. Man, I I got to say it's Travis, Travis Scott, man. Like, <laughs> honestly, which is like crazy to think about when like you look look back three years ago and see the run that like Kanye West was on or, or what Virgil Abloh was doing. It's like, bro, like the, the 10 was crazy. Like that was, that was, that was a moment in, in sneakers. That That's really like the moment that I pinpoint where like all, all of this kind of changed and like the whole reseller culture kind of flipped into the mainstream and, and, and that became a thing, which like the 10 was dope. But like, I think the worst parts of it kind of, live on in um in the game today and and like it's all the spawn of like the whole yeezy yeezy wave or whatever but like what travis has has done um in in the sneaker game has been insane to me just like seeing how how big his name has gotten like i think it was maybe like a month ago or so where he wore the newcastle dunks yeah and and like StockX tweeted, um, like he posted the picture of the, him in the Newcastle Dunks on on in, in Instagram, and StockX tweeted a pic a picture of the the value of the shoe yeah. actually rising, and I was just like, that's crazy. Like I yeah. I had never seen anything <laughs> like that before. It was so insane to me and and just to like see that that kind of movement in real time within a matter of days was like like this is this is why i can't buy dunks now because (laughs) because of of travis and it and it it sucks but like it's like no the game that's that's what the game is and like he is is definitely at at the head of it now i don't even like every shoe that he puts out but like people will go crazy over it like I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. It's and now crazy. he's like, now he's collaborating with McDonald's. Now I saw. Like, <laughs> hey, wow! Yeah, I'm like, he's gonna get people to eat Happy Meals now. Like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're gonna upcharge yeah. like value meals into like yeah. resell. Like, Travis Scott like, toys. And for now they're meals. like Big Mac. <laughs> Yo, I, I promise you, those uh, those shirts is gonna be on eBay. Oh yeah, oh, those shirts are gonna be on yeah. eBay. I already know yeah. people are people are like, gonna go to McDonald's. Like, hey, I need to buy a Koo shirt. Like one of your two shirts. Like I ain't trying to work at, at McDonald's, but I need to buy one of them. Like right, right. You know, I need I need them visors, man. You know? <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna yeah. be terrible. It's gonna be terrible. But that's the power of Travis, though. That's yeah. Travis. So how about like the influencers though? Like, how do you feel like people, like those Instagram like, dudes? You know, like your like, like companies yeah. like Nike, like they see them like shoes to promote them. Like, what what's your opinion on them? It's the weirdest thing, man. It is the weirdest thing because like. I don't, I guess I don't, I I don't have an issue with it. Cause like at the end of the day, like that's a creator and they're getting paid, I guess. But like also yeah. like some of them don't really give a damn about the shoes, yeah. you know? And, that, and that's what kind of upsets me about it is like, you know, there are people who 
who really are in this thing because because they have a real love for the culture and it's like you know seeing people in these sneakers seeing somebody wear you know some for for somebody like me who who absolutely loves dunks and just seeing people get dunks when when like i've been on this thing for for years and and was too broke to buy the jumps back in <laughs> back in in 06 you know yeah. and and couldn't just couldn't do it and now to see see folks some folks just wearing them it's just like damn like i i really wish that like it was easier for me to to be able to get get a pair of these shoes but like i look if if nike gonna pay you a bag to, to wear a dunk or whatever take that back like I'm not gonna tell you not to do it. I just it it just sucks for for folks like me when when we we aren't able to get these shoes because because you are hyping them up so much and you don't really you don't even really care. You may never wear the shoe again. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. So how do you feel about like Jordan ones, especially the mids and the lows? <laughs> like, yeah, becoming so popular now and like getting harder yeah. to get. Do you think it's just like people really like the shoe, or is it like? I want to get it and start reselling and stuff it's like hype, that. Man. It's hype, man. It's hype. I mean, it, like, how it wasn't even that long ago where Jordan ones were like seventy-five dollars. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like it's like again, it's like the ten like kind of changed the whole thing. Like, yeah. You know, the Jordan one is like, it and 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 it's like you 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 can see the the Yeezy strategy at work here for Nike, right? Like where yeah. we have. 15 million colorways of the 350 v yeah and it's like all right nike don't really have one of those they didn't have one of those and they just took the jordan one gave gave virgil the bag to to rework <laughs> it and make it cool and then like from there it like blows up and they they drop all these colorways of the jordan one and and, and the shoe is like research and like granted like the jordan one is a, a a great shoe like yeah it looks amazing it it has always looked amazing but people didn't give a damn about it yeah uh, you know a decade ago when it was on when it was in the clearance uh section whatever and and like just to see where it's going now from not like you said not just the the highs but now we got mids now we yes. got lows and like oh. I, I hate the way the the tongue <laughs> on the lows look um because like during one lows used to be like they used to be solid like i used to like them but now it's like oh like some of these are just like yeah terrible but i don't know it, the 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 resurgence of the shoe has been crazy to me, it's it's just hype. Like people, people. There are some people who actually love the shoe, and they're gonna be people when this shoe dies off. They are still gonna love the shoe. But like, I just wish people would wear something else. Cause yeah, man, there's so <laughs> many people in AJ ones, and I'm just like, yo, I, I, I appreciate a good Jordan one. And I like that people are wearing them, but damn, there are other shoes out there. It reminds me of like how we used to do the Air Force One for real. Yeah, that's what's becoming into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But personally, for me, that that's what killed it for me. You know, Jordan once was like my favorite. So I mean, like right now, I'm just telling you, like that killed it for me. Like I yeah. could just have like two or three pairs, and I'm good with it. You know, so yeah, man. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's about to be where I'm at with the dunk. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't do it. Mean, don't lose hope, guys. You know, I mean, it's just to me, it's just. It's, I mean, I get annoyed by it, man. Like it's hard to get, and you know, I actually like the shoe. I appreciate the shoe. 
but you you know there's no way around it you know so i'm like i i, you know, I just got to give up man <laughs> you know yeah you kind of uh, just got to move on like that yeah that's i move on the, yeah the the moment that i'm waiting for is like for the for everything to chill out and then i can go back to to buy yeah, the dime you could always go back to it yeah yeah you know like that's 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 my hope like i i've been watching the um the northern lights lows for for years now and like they were like 120 dollars maybe four years ago and i didn't want to buy them because i was broke and it was like like i could i could have bought them and i would have been fine but like i just i felt that like i it was it was just something about that moment where where i was just like you know what i don't really need this shoe i'm not gonna buy it but now it's like five hundred dollars, and I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> I regret it now. Like, I should have bought it for one twenty. Yeah, it's like I should have bought it. I should have did it. That's the worst feeling. Like you, you like you hold the shoe, and then you look at it, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna just wait. That you know, like you're always holding to hope that, oh yeah, it's just gonna be there. It's gonna be in my size. Nobody gonna buy it. You come, and then you come to the mall or like that place later. It's it's gone. It's like the no. worst feeling. <laughs> Like now you're like you're not now you're like panic buying like damn now I gotta pay retail for them yeah. you know like resale value it sucks it's like it buyer's remorse you know like everybody went through it it's the worst feeling I I I hate even like now like I hate doing that yeah I had every yeah. I had my story too with buyer's remorse it sucks yeah, <laughs> yeah. so. So yeah, we're we're almost uh you know pretty much done here. Um, um I appreciate you having on. So um I'm gonna flip I'm gonna flip a question to you. So I also found out you're also a um you're a Wale fan. So and yeah. I, I see I see you That's defend Wale on social media, how like he's trash, <laughs> he's not what he was before ten years ago. And then a couple and a cool thing about me and, and RJ, we're actually Wale fans too. So we've been yeah. <laughs> we've been rocking with them since you know yeah. Studio Four Three. So yeah. tell tell us more how much you know how Wale you know is one of your favorite artists in the DMV and you know. I mean, Wale shaped me, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> like Wale is is really the reason why I'm into um into sneakers and into the dunk specifically as heavy as I am because it was like like back in the day when like. I was coming up. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm 27, and like, I re I remember when I was first introduced to Wale, and like, I guess it was like maybe 06 or whatever. I'm like 13 years old, just kind of like coming into my own, like going through puberty and everything. <laughs> like, I got pimples <laughs> on my face, but like, Wale was just so cool to me, man. And like, I don't know. It. I remember him getting that. Uh, that Nike boots remix from Wayne and yeah. like, that was that was just a crazy moment. The first time I re I remember specifically like the first time I heard Dig Dug on ninety five point five, I went crazy. Like I didn't even like Go Go before that, believe it or not. And it was just what? like like while they just put me on to so much flavor, bro. It was just like, yo, like this man, this man really, this man really changed me. Like from from my my style and fashion to like my perspective because like, <laughs> yeah. like that's the thing it's like he doesn't even just rap about like the clothes that he wears or whatever it's like while they rap about like real life stuff you know that like people go through and and like i don't know that's why i never really understood why he never really i, I guess because he, he's he's moody or whatever 
But like, it just never made sense to me why he never really caught on. Um, at least not the way that I, I feel like he should uh, with the mainstream. But like, it is what it is. So I like, I know how good he is. Yeah, we know how good he is. Cause like, yeah. you know, like I think for him, he got, he was with Rock Nation, you know, after 4-3. And then yeah. you know, with MMG with Ross, and then I think that's where he thought that you know what, I'm. I I saw like I I saw like his interviews too. Like he wasn't being himself. That's why like he dipped out of you know MMG. Now he's he's back doing his own thing. But it's hard now. Like um, you know he's been he's been doing this now ten years now. So yeah. now he's like, what am I gonna do for the next ten you know five ten ten years? What what am I gonna do next? So. Yeah. Yeah, it's been weird. It's been weird because, like, I mean, you just 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 following him from painting a picture. It's like just seeing the 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 maturation process there. Like, while they could always make a, a a radio hit, like that was the thing. It's like while they has always had the like the bads and the matrimonies and the um, the chillings or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then it's like you get to this this weird era in music where like the radio don't really matter as much and it's all about like streaming and how you do on um on spotify and apple music and your tune core and everything else and it's like i don't know it it, it just it, it felt like while they got caught up in a really weird era, especially yeah. from like uh, a management standpoint. Cause like you said, like with MMG, like I, I honestly feel like initially, like when he saw with MMG, like I didn't understand it, but then it was like, all right, like I get that, like this is, this is a bigger platform for you. And then I felt like toward, toward the end of all that before he left um, Atlantic and signed with Warner, it was like, he, he kind of got into his, his bag a little bit and found like, a niche with MMG where like I thought he was he was just in a really good spot but it's it's always seemed to be something where like with the way that he's he was managed and like how he was presented to people and like at a certain point I just decided like you know what man like whatever like while they don't while they don't got to connect with the rest of y'all I love this man like I love him like (laughs) Yeah, because it was wild, right? That that triple XL like uh, freshman uh, cover, right? With him, it was him, yeah. Kid Cudi, oh Great. You know what I mean? J. Uh, Cole, J. Cole. Jesus, man, that's like the dream team starting five, bro. Yeah, exactly. Bro, I mean that they era all blew up. Like four of the five blew up except Wale, which is the sad part. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I would, you know what? I would. That's the thing. It's like I wouldn't even say that Wale didn't like blow up. Like, nah, he's not like a Drake. Or J like or J Cole or Kendrick Lamar even or whatever, but like he been rapping for ten years, and from from a mainstream perspective, like with a major label and his has made a real career out of this, and like for me personally, like I'm more interested in in Wale as a as a person rooting for Wale as a person than I am yeah. rooting for Wale as a rapper so I'm just happy to see that he has the success that he had because like because he could have been like Trinidad James <laughs> just had like you know what one yeah. hit and, and, yeah, one and hit. Just disappeared you know but but he I mean he's, he's he's made a made a real career out of it so I'm that's that's my guy I mean I will always root for that dude yeah we, we rock with him so like yeah. 
do you think Wale is one of the original influencers? Like, you know, because, you know, it's all these rappers, you know, Absolutely. when they get money, they just buy whatever they want. And sometimes they don't even know, they don't even know what the shoe is, you know? Bro, like I said, I'm, I'm into dunks because of Wale. <laughs> like, like that, kick, about- that, kicks, that kicks track, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That, yo, that, that song, man, like that was, that was the one that that's why I love the Ray guns. Like I do, you yeah. know, because, because he's got the line, the Ray guns on young make police scared. I'm like, I was like, talk like that's a bar one. This shoe is fire. Number two. And, and like, this song is great. I'm just like, but like that, that, but that, that's the thing is like, like what we talked about earlier with authenticity, it's like you can see that. Like he's yeah. he's, he's 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 been through it. Like this is this is re- he's really about it, you know. And and seeing that and and seeing the proof of all that, it's like that just makes me love him even more. Like people could talk about Travis Scott wearing dunks all they want, but like, nah, that's 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 Wale's block. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's Wale's block. Yeah. Wale's been doing it, you know, with the with the wide leg jeans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, bro. Jesus, come on, man. That was, I mean, that that kind of hit like a good part in our hearts, right? Talking yeah, about man. And then like how he influenced too, because like yeah, he's been wearing like he's been wearing he he's been knowing dunks like Jay, you know Jordans, Nike basketball, Pradas. Yeah, he'd be there with the jerseys too, man. You know, jerseys. with the Mitchell jerseys. Yeah. And, he's been doing bro, that. You know, that's his bag, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, that's what influenced me to be wearing jerseys all the time because of Wale, yep. man. To be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, so, he likes the slim jerseys, but like he made me want to wear like you know like dunk, you know, even more like cooler dunks. So you know, like, we all leveled up pretty much. Yeah, so much, bro, so much. Like I, I don't know. Like I, I feel like back in high school, like Kanye was everybody's influence. Like everybody was wearing the. Not here. Nah, Not in the DMV. Was, yeah, was a lot nah. I was. Uh, yeah, that, I was about to say that was definitely my. Uh, yeah, that's that's that was my north star. That's what I was. Yeah, because yeah, um, when uh, I think me and RJ we went to sneaker pimps, right? I think it was when oh eight, oh nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, get this, it was, it was Wally that was headlining, and um, his uh, you know, his opening act was J Cole. Wild, oh, right? So crazy. It's wild, right? That's so crazy to think crazy. about. That's yeah. so crazy to think about. Like I knew, like J Cole, we knew about J Cole, you know, with the through the mixtapes, through Rock Nation. Yeah. And then it's like it's funny, it's like <laughs> and they kind of flip, flip yeah. the, you know, they flip like yeah. right. you know roles. You know what I mean? Like one just skyrocketed, and then one's just like chilling, like literally. Right. Just yeah. Chilling. Yeah. And, and and shout out to like I like Cole a lot, but I I've always felt like Wale was like the better rapper, but yeah. It is what it is. I, the <laughs> no, the thing is, like they they cool, so it's like yeah. I think it's, I think it's just probably it's a DMV thing that we like we support Wale like oh definitely. And then I definitely. think maybe like down south to maybe like North Carolina or whatever, whichever <laughs> yeah. they they support him. But like you know, there's so many times you can listen to like Lotus Flower Bomb and you know classic. What's his What's his new joint out on the radio? Um, Got it. What is it? Which one? The Joe with Lil Dirk? Yeah, that one. Yeah, I think that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my a, heart. Yeah, yeah my heart. So. There's one of uh, Sue Me. Yeah, yeah, oh, Sue Me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why. That's my song, bro. That, yeah. Man, that that album is so good. That yeah. album is so good. 
Damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Wale. Yeah, yeah, you're, about to find, you're about to find yeah. your, your CDs now. Yeah, yeah, I really am. <laughs> Y'all about to make me go back. Yeah. I'm about to listen to 100 Miles of Running. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah, that's, that's, that's a classic, too. All right, man, so we're narrowing it down. So obviously, you know, you said Wale got you into dunks. So is there anything else that got you into sneakers? And what are your favorite pairs that you own? And are you still looking for anything out there? Like any uh, sneakers? Anything else that got me into it? I would say uh, my biggest influences as far as sneakers go was definitely, it was that, like Wale is definitely the biggest one. But then... I just got to credit like the NBA generally because like that is such a league, such a, a, a the league is so centered around sneakers. But then like Allen Iverson specifically, yeah. like I want to do shoes so bad, bro. Like for so long, and I ended up getting them. Like my mom had actually bought them for me because like they were also like reasonably priced too. Um, and and so like. I ended up getting pairs and, and like, I don't know, that just ended up, that, that just ended up building into something else for me from, from like a basketball perspective. Cause like, I always wanted to try to like hoop in some shoes that look cool, even if they weren't like the most known shoes. Right. Yeah, like yeah. I used to, used to come out in some like team Jordan jumps, but it'd be like, those are tight though. Like yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't really say anything. The Ben Bakers, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those yeah, absolutely, days, bro. bro. Yeah. The Vindicates? <laughs> Hell yeah. Absolutely, bro. And, like, that, the, the, the thing about it is, like, I feel like, especially, like, from a DMV perspective, like, we always had our, our, our joints that, like, that we looked to, like, the, um, like the phone posits. I mean, really yeah. anything from, from Penny's line. And I, and I guess that's, like, generally speaking, like, a dope line. Like, this, it's not just a DMV thing, but, like, Bro, the, the the penny ones were just like like that was a jump that I definitely go to. Um, we definitely had that moment with the air bacon's, the bacon, uh, <laughs> yeah, bro, the air bacon's <laughs> and and the sharkleys for real. Yeah, the sharkleys, yeah, yeah the bro. hybrid, bro. The, the yeah, hybrid. dude, those man. Shout out to that one. Yeah, um, the griffies too, obviously. The griffies, yep. But like that whole that whole timeline just kind of shaped my my love for sneakers and i also just feel like this area in general is just like really conscious about fashion and 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 mm -hmm. what we yep. wear yeah um so like i ain't want to go to the cafeteria and get roasted every day for like uh, wearing like something whack you know so <laughs> i always try to i always try to come come with my best so yeah it, it would be i would have to say like between like while they the uh nba and and just the dmv like that that kind of yeah. shaped my um my sneaker journey uh as far as like what i own now my favorite pairs i would have to say um the i still got those aqua eights that i don't wear <laughs> oh no <laughs> just, yeah man no nah, it sucks i'm trash for that but i but i like them though. like i i just gotta i just gotta wear them i gotta yeah. build up because i just don't want to mess them up yeah. I don't know. it's weird it's weird yeah, it's yeah, literally yeah. the only shoe that i that i don't wear. um the uh the ray guns that that i got in december is that's probably been my favorite pair that i bought in like the last 
couple years. I haven't gotten a chance to wear them much, <laughs> obviously. I saw that. You said, it. Well, wait till COVID is over. Right. I got all these outfits <laughs> yeah. right now. I'm going crazy. crazy. I got so many, I got so many, bro. <laughs> so many, uh, so many orange hoodies, bro. Like, <laughs> just, bought you bought bro, like man. all them hoodies for like, bro. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, those ray guns and my, my salmon ladder dunks, I love those. I also got the um, the salt stain highs that I wore into the ground uh, four years ago, but they still, they're still alive for whatever reason. So, <laughs> like, I still be wearing those. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I shout out to all my dunks, man. Um, I wish I had more. I think I got seven or eight pair, but I, Love all of those dunks. Um, I try to love all of my children equally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you got to. Yeah, yeah you got to love them <laughs> all. Like, they all yeah. got stories too. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say I would say those are the pairs that that I love the most right now. Are you looking forward to any other uh, like sneaker drops? Uh, looking forward to. I'm looking forward to buying or trying to buy these um, space hippie dunks next week. Like I haven't really been like super duper excited about a dunk drop in mm-hmm. in a while, um, but this is one that like I'm really interested. Like I I do not think I have a shot in in getting them, but I'm <laughs> I'm also just very happy that this shoe is a thing because like I I believe in the um, the the space hippie product so much because like I, I i feel like the conversation about sustainability and sneakers is is one that we we should have been having for a while but now that we're finally having it like i'm, yeah. I'm very happy about it and very happy to see that like nike is also taking this um really seriously and has made a new product that like people have have been really excited about like they turned a a, a sustainable sneaker into a hype yeah. shoe something yeah. that like don't really see right like we've yeah. never seen that before um even with like some of the adidas and, and the parlay stuff that they've been doing like some of that has been really really good but like they haven't been able to to kind of push that on people yeah but space hippie seems to be different and like now that it's in a in a dunk silhouette with a really dope colorway like i'm i'm really <laughs> excited to try to try to get my hands on that one yeah good luck yeah, <laughs> that's all, that's all we can luck. say about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need luck. it. I'm gonna need it. I'm Close need all it. your apps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, clear them cookies. You know, clear them yeah. cookies. You know, get get yeah. one, one debit yeah. card there. Don't yeah. don't mess with your other cards. Yeah, that's yeah. that's key. No, no, don't mess. Yeah, don't mess it. I don't even know. <laughs> Bro, yeah, man. I, who does know yeah. at this point? Right, <laughs> right. nobody right. knows, man. Yeah, man. So, Mike, man, thanks, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're gonna turn the table. See you now. So, if you got any questions for us, is this the platform? Yeah, no. I so obviously, like, this is this is a, a DMV podcast to to the core, um, and I very much so enjoyed our conversations about uh, about Wale and phone posits and, <laughs> and literally yeah. everything else that we talked about. But, but like, I just want to ask y'all, like, what were your your favorite parts about like what what is the best and the worst thing about the DMV if if you had to, to pick between two things like is there is is there a, uh what's the greatest quality that the area has what's the worst one uh as far as for like 
just like anything like fashion as far as, just, as, as, far as just uh, living here like oh, living here just just kind of the the experience because like i and i ask that because like there's so like i always i always like i'm still here i'm 27 years old but like i i have so many friends who were just like yo i need to leave here like i just want to get out and, and like i understand it because like there there is like uh a sense of like folks especially like when you stay in the area for so long, like yeah, yeah. they kind of weigh you down, you know, and there are yeah. other opportunities elsewhere. Right, so right. Like, I, I just, for, especially like for, for people who are from here, like I always look to, um, to, to just kind of get people's thoughts on, um, on kind of the, the pros and cons of the area. Cause like th- this area specifically to me, like it seems like everybody who, who comes up here, to leave. here yeah they they want to leave but like the, at the same time they also have so much love for it though yeah you know and and so like i i just want your perspectives on that i think i, I would um have to talk about that first uh because dan had already moved <laughs> um but for me man to be honest with you for me it's different because like i lived in pg and i live in moco um so i think the best thing for me was uh leaving pg to go to moco because, like, I experienced so many different things. Like, you know, it's like, I guess it's like from county to county so different for me, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, going to MoCo, I just felt like a whole different person. Like, met new people. Um, you know, just the vibe is just so different in, like, every county, right? Like, in PG, like, where I'm at now, I'm back in PG. Oxon Hill, Fort Washington, Aguakee. To me, it's just, like, I don't want to say it's dry but it's kind of getting there because it's like, this is where I grew up. And, you know, from going to a different County where it's like, my eyes just open to like a whole rack of things here is just like, it's less things for me to do now because I've done so many things here. I know like almost every part of PG. So I think that's like, for me, that's like the best thing is just, you know, just from like going to different counties, you get that different vibe, you know, but like the like you said, like the, the I guess the worst part is just you know like if you get if you stay there for too long, you kind of get somewhat bored of it, and you just want to expand more. You know, you want to see more things. But um, but yeah, like I, I think that's 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 my experiences from that. So how about you, then? Yeah. So um, say so yeah, I would argue with saying you know I'm actually the example from <laughs> yeah, moving yeah, out from yeah. DMV to California. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, DMV will always be home to me, you know, yeah. every time I visit, you know, I don't feel like I'm a stranger. I'm still like a resident. I still know my way around. I still got love for like friends and family. And, you know, I still go to the, the, the still go to the mall, still go to, you know, <laughs> Iverson Mall, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Get this nigga dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Hey, what y'all got yeah. in the appearance rack, you yeah, know? Man. Yeah, still, still same, you know, vibe. So um, to me, like DMV, the good thing about living in the DMV, it's home. You know, that's all we knew about. It's kind of like everybody like knows you. And yeah, everybody knows everybody. in a good way. You know, um, yeah, yeah. everybody, everybody's very, um, everybody's just like you know happy and you know, especially DMV too is like it's competitive too. As far as like you know, it's kind of like high school, right? Like when you get out of high yeah. school, you go to the mall, people start looking at you like up and down, like damn, this this dude got the you got like them old like New Balance joints. You look like a loser. <laughs> you got the air wavies. <laughs> the air wavies. You know what I mean. <laughs> and like the next day, you know what? I, this dude look at me weird. I'm gonna just break out some heat. Yeah. And then like they're like, oh man, look look at this dude wearing flight positive with like his family, man. 
<laughs> look at this, look at this hazard. You know, I believe me, I've got those. I got those looks. So um, you know, I feel I feel that it's um like what RJ was saying, like the negative part is that it's limited as far as like uh, you know, uh, opportunities. Uh, you know, of course, like if you if you're working for the government, DC is the best way to be as far as like working for government. Um, but as far as like expanding to your horizons and seeing what what you can what you can tap to, I would recommend for you to just you know go on a vacation. You know, for example, like go to California if if you've never been or if you've been have been in a long time. Definitely check it out. See you know if you can if you like it here. Definitely like the weather. I I hated like the weather back home. Like I was done. I was done with like the snow. Yeah. That winter, bro. Yeah, fourteen a.m. Be bro, dark as shit. Dark as hell, man. Dark as hell. Like you know, uh, hate like, it. Yeah, bro. Like, I hated it. Like yeah. shoveling and like yeah. you know driving and dry in like black ice. It was like the worst. So I was tired of it. I mean, here in California, of course, like take the bad stuff about it, like you know, traffic and high taxes and you know, hot weather. But you know, you gotta take the good with the bad. So. um you know, and that's what I say about like the DMV. DMV is like family, and then cons is like you know, there's limited stuff. Like, yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. That's kind of where I'm at with it. It's like, like there are times where I I I be wanting to leave, but then I'm also like, dang, like I've kind of, I don't know. I feel like rooted to it. I guess. You know, so where, where do you want? So, if I don't ask you, like, where are you? Um, where do you um, see yourself like, uh, go, you know, living like maybe not from now, maybe in the next five yeah. years? I mean, probably here <laughs> still, honestly. Here? Like, yeah, because, like, because, like, I, I still, I still, even with, with like all the, the, the negatives with it, yeah. like, yeah, I still find myself loving the area. Like having that same love for it, even through like the 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 garbage winters and like the long <laughs> and everything like that, yeah. and like and like I've I've been to other cities. Like the one the one place that I do want to go and like experience is Cali, because like I've never been to like I've been to I've been all up and down the East Coast, but I ain't never been to California. You've never like, been to the West Coast? Nah, I've never been to the West Coast. You gotta go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like I need I need to go there. Um, and and kind of experience that yeah. and see what it's like, but like I don't know, man. I I just I don't know. It, it's it's something about this area. That yeah, really, I was gonna say uh, it's something about it. It's something, yeah, about it's something, it's something, something about in the water, it. bro. Something in the water. Yeah, yeah. It just pulls me back, man. Every time, every time I'm like, man, I'm ready to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I you know what? I encourage you. I mean, now it's a, it's a scary time to to travel. Um, but you know what? If if it's something that you're you're curious about doing, I recommend for you to yeah you know try out California, just just for like a, a you know short maybe long weekend, you know if you, if you have a companion you want to take them to, especially if they've never been before, you can do they can do like the whole, you know tourist stuff and then you know check out like the the sneaker culture here too. It's it's actually actually pretty pretty good out here. Um, a lot of stuff, and then you know. You got all these like shops and the influencers. Sometimes you'll see them like, oh, <laughs> man, it's like it's Doc Cousteau like filming something 
on at the mall. Like I saw him like one time. Like I, you know, I said what's up to him. So he's he's, he's not he's one of the actually like one of the influencers like I like. You know, but I won't name names for the other people that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, Jock is Jock is a cool dude. Nice, nice. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely need to get out there. I definitely need to. It's, it's on the list. It's on the list for the uh, post, post COVID trips, whenever that post-COVID, is. Yeah. Tickets are cheap right now. It's like, uh, like eighty bucks, hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, just mask everything. You know, wipe everything down. Wipe everything down. Clorox wipes going crazy. Yeah, yep. yeah, Wear your yeah. outbreak hazmat suit. You know. <laughs> Man. Yeah, have any more uh, questions for us um what what do y'all think about the music scene out here since we talked about while right songs. now because yeah right now like do y'all are there any like up-and-coming folks from the dmv that y'all are uh Shoot. y'all are paying attention to uh man i think uh my man uh on twitter uh my man d wavy he was putting out this music i think it was called the uh, 10th of august or something like that mm-hmm. he's like local and uh, I kinda, yeah, 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 he's right. Tough. He's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I got dope. put on today, and I was like, "Man, this this guy is good, man." That one song, "Somewhere in Glen Arden." I was like, "Oh man, that thing." That's what? It's called "Somewhere in Glen Arden." Somewhere in Glen Arden. I was like, "Is this like Is this like go go like bounce beat?" Nah, it's like it's like an R and B guy, man. What? Like it's pretty yeah. chill, it's like a chill like music. Khalid, like like Khalid? Uh, not. I don't want to say like Khalid, but um. It's a little bit like oh I I I, will, I don't want to compare it to Wale but it, you know it's kind of like the army yeah it's like the vibes like, like Wale kind yeah, of yeah yeah that that type of vibe yeah like like, yeah. like poetic it's like poetic so right yeah I think that's I, that's what that yeah. dope I think somebody who put me on to him I think my homie one of my homies actually knows him yeah for real and shout out to D Wavy. Uh, yeah, you know him too, right? I went to yeah, high school with that man. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. that's that's what I do. I be seeing him at uh, at the Wizards game sometimes. Yeah, so. he a big Wizards fan, man. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. That's 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 yeah. why we follow each other. Yeah, so uh, I, I went to I went to middle school and high school with him. So man, that's my man. <laughs> that's dope. That's yeah, dope. Small world, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all we all know each other through. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. That's DMV. <laughs> I mean, that's we all hey, yeah, we all Oxen Hill here though. So that's why, man. So. Yeah. 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 Well, other than that, I mean, I still listen to Go Go here and there. So, <laughs> yeah. What's What's good right now with like with uh, with Go Go? I, I mean, I don't even know to be honest with you. I still listen to oh, the old still Bounce Beat. Yeah. Go Go Live ninety five on on uh, yeah. Wednesday and Thursdays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely not as plugged into the um yeah. to the Go Go scene as I used to be, but it definitely is uh is making a comeback though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I still yeah. I still love it the same way that I did, but like. Yeah, it's just it's just harder to um to to keep up with it because yeah. I mean really it's because like of how like they systematically tried to kill it yeah. <laughs> honestly <laughs> yeah I know I remember you know? that which which is which is awful but yeah. like they they have done like between the uh the um the Mochella movement. And then, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, it's really just been the most other moment that yeah. is kind of, kind of, uh, brought it back to the back, back to the for- forefront. Yeah. The, the, uh, don't mute DC stuff. Like, it's been yeah. a really, it's been really dope. And, and a lot of bands have really been, uh, really been showing out and playing some good music and yeah. supporting some dope causes. So, like, it's yeah, dope causes. Yeah. That's what it is. And it sucks with, with all this happening and kind of like stopped it a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. All right, man. So, yeah, that's, uh, so. That's wrapping it up, man. That's uh, everything was good, bro. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much, uh, Mike. Uh, you know, Mike Sykes for you know having us here interviewing you. Uh, if you want to plug in your, your you know your social media stuff and then also your your um, your newsletter. Yeah, y'all could just uh, follow me on um, all my socials at uh, Mike D Sykes. That's S Y K E S, like uh, Wanda, and, and you can. Uh, Find the kicks you wear at uh, kyw.substack.com. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for having me, man. This was this was super fun. Yeah, super we definitely gonna have, you know we, we definitely want to have you on again, and then hopefully Absolutely. you'll you'll come back with like more success stories hitting on sneakers with the, with those ducks. <laughs> yeah, ducks, <laughs> yeah hopefully. hopefully. Jays, you know you'll have success stories, you know coming back, and then you'll take everything <laughs> back on your newsletter. I forgive you, like sneaker <laughs> app. Y'all, y'all cool again with it on my book. <laughs> I'm looking forward for that day when we get Mike back with like he'll show these CDs. I hit these at seven oh yeah. five. I forgot <laughs> to turn on my phone. So we're looking forward for those stories. Um, yeah, thank you for having uh, you know for having us thank here, you. and that'll be appreciated. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you. All right, guys, signing off. Peace. All right, man. All right, talk to y'all.